Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us here on Twitter Spaces, our podcast, and other platforms for our discussion on homelessness. I'm Nancy Byrne, senior producer with the City of Las Vegas. Now, just a little background. Since August of 2017, the city and service providers at the Courtyard Homeless Resource Center have been assisting getting homeless off the streets and into housing. Through the Courtyard, the city has connected those in need to mental health providers, legal assistance, and job information. Here's a nice stat for you. In 2021, more than 6,500 individuals accessed services at the Courtyard. The Courtyard currently open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, continues to be a low barrier navigation center, which means that anyone can gain entrance into the facility. Last month, we opened the first phase of the expanded courtyard. The expansion includes a covered outdoor area, guest services building, a day room, shower, and restroom facilities. The new covered sleeping area allows for 800 guests at a time to have a safe place to go and access a myriad of services. Today, we are joined by the members of the city who are actually helping to host this, along with our director of community services. We'll introduce them in just a moment, as well as the Salvation Army of Southern Nevada. We're going to discuss how we are all working together to end the cycle of homelessness in our community, which basically every community is facing, and we're actually making strides, so there's something to be proud of. All right, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our speakers joining us today. No stranger to any of us, Kathy Thomas. She's our Director of Community Services here at the City of Las Vegas, and we also are happy to have Juan Salinas, the Salvation Army Southern Nevada's Director of Social Services. We are really fortunate to have both of you with us today. So they're going to share their team's efforts in helping end homelessness with our residents. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Kathy, we're going to start with you. The Expanded Courtyard is a project we've been tracking since we broke ground. How has the expansion made a difference in how we're able to assist our homeless residents? And talk about some future plans for the courtyard as expansion continues. Thanks so much, Nancy. We're really excited that uh, phase one of construction has been completed. The difference is that now instead of having uh, temporary porta potties, we have permanent restrooms. Instead of having showers available two days a week, we now have permanent showers. Uh, we have a much cleaner environment. Um, we were real honest with folks and said, look, uh, while we're under construction, this place might feel like a parking lot with some old buildings. Now it looks like a community college campus. It's a place that's welcoming for guests who need to access services, as well as service providers who are supporting these guests to get to self-sufficiency. So it's just a much better environment to receive services. And all those things that felt really temporary are now permanent. It's actually quite beautiful and colorful and inviting. So there's probably little more depressing than not having a home to go to. And to walk into a cheerful environment like that has got to make a big difference. For anyone who's just joining us, we are discussing how we're working with community partners to end the cycle of homelessness in our communities. And we are going to turn now to our other guest, Juan Salinas, Salvation Army, Southern Nevada's Director of Social Services. Juan, what services does the Salvation Army provide to our homeless residents? And how do you work with the city hand in hand? So we have our shelter that is open uh, for men and women um, that are experiencing homelessness um, that is open every night from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, so they're able to come in and, and lay um, lay down um, 
And then we also have, we are one of the only shelters that also houses um, 18 individuals under the LGBTQ umbrella as well. We also have our community meal every day from 1.30 to 2.30 for those experiencing homelessness where they can come and, and get a, a food to eat. So we work very closely with the city because if, if our shelter gets full, then we're able to refer them or if they have somebody um, that might need additional care, then they can refer them to us. And we love that partnership that we have with them um, that, you know, it's just a call away. Um, and especially when it comes to helping somebody that could possibly be homeless for the very first time and having a tough time navigating through that. We often say it's the people on the front lines is where we need to throw our resources because trying to go out there and feed people and hand out clothes on your own uh, usually ends in disaster. So uh, we are so grateful for partners like you um, at the Salvation Army. You know, we touched on the courtyard earlier because it's kind of our newest thing, but we also have a lot of other services we provide. We have ticket to home program and no cost transportation for those experiencing homelessness, a wonderful recuperative care center health and wellness center, housing programs. Kathy, would you please touch on some of these as well? Yes, I'd be delighted to do so. So the newest program is the no-cost transportation program called the Arrow. And many people who visit our city are familiar with the loop that uh, visitors can get on right around for free to uh, specific locations and enjoy their day. The Arrow functions that way for people experiencing homelessness. It's a fixed route that gets them to key providers throughout the county, like the DMV or the Clark County Social Services, doctor's appointments, so that they can access those critical services without um, being hemmed up because of lack of transportation or because there's not a connector for another 45 minutes and it, it gets people literally connected to the services that they need the most. Our Ticket to Home program is really to help individuals get connected with their families. Many people experiencing homelessness are embarrassed by their situation, have lost touch with their family and friends. And really, once our social worker reaches out to their support network, the support network really wants to welcome the unhoused individual back into the community. We will provide a transportation voucher and get that person back home to their family and friends. And uh, we get about a thousand people a year out of homelessness using that program to reconnect them to their families and friends. The Recuperative Care Center is a one-of-a-kind program for medically fragile homeless. It's a shelter so that people experiencing homelessness who have uh, subacute health care needs do not have to get discharged back to the streets. Oftentimes, things like um, a heart attack, once you've uh, stabilized, you're no longer needing critical care, the hospital will discharge you to your home to recuperate and get your follow-up care. If you don't have a home, where do you go to recuperate and get your follow-up care? Now you can come to the Recuperative Care Center. It's a 38-bed facility right in the heart of uh, the Corridor of Hope. And uh, 56% of the folks who come through the Recuperative Care Center do not get discharged back to the streets. And so we're really trying to connect 
health care and housing in a meaningful way for the guests that we serve. And lastly, I'll touch pretty quickly. A lot of folks don't know that the city does operate both transitional and permanent supportive housing programs. And we, uh, the flexible housing program is transitional for folks who need um, just a little bit of help to get back on their feet again. Many of uh, the homeless actually are the working homeless and a flexible housing program allows them to get stabilized, get a few paychecks under their belt, and then move to self-sufficiency. But we also fund the development and operation of permanent supportive housing, and we work with our not-for-profit builders in the community to actually create long-term housing stability for families. So we work along the entire continuum. And I just want to say that the Salvation Army has been such a key partner with us in terms of outreach and a number of other things. You know, I just want to compliment the recuperative care center. That's a missing link in so many communities. And as you said, when we leave a hospital, we go home for our continued care because there's almost always follow-up. Maybe you have diabetes and you, you, you know, have had a leg amputated. Well, how can you go back out on the streets like that? This recuperative care center is basically a medical center with doctors and nurses, and it's, it's, it's really one of a kind. And I understand a model for other communities across the country, so kudos on that. In addition to the services that Kathy provided the information on, we have more teams, and you talk about people literally on the front lines. More stands for multi- Agency Outreach, Resource, and Engagement. What does that mean? <laughs> well, it's a partnership with nonprofit agencies to provide street outreach services and assist our homeless population. There are five more teams operating in the field, members of the public and homeless individuals in need of services can call 702-229-MORE, and MORE is 6673. To request street outreach services, including referrals to shelters, medical services, transportation, and more. The Salvation Army of Southern Nevada is one of the partners in this program. So, Juan, how is the Salvation Army able to help homeless individuals through the MORE program? The great thing that we have with the city and that partnership is we have 10 case um, caseworkers that actually are on the field um, and a part of the MORE team. So the, the great thing is that they are trained, um, like even on different things on our agency provides here. Um, you know, when they go out and they do outreach, if they meet somebody that needs a bed or from any other agency with the, that, uh, with the team members that are in the more team, if they find somebody that needs a bed, they, they call and they go, Hey, can we have this individual? Can we have a bed for him tonight? So we reserve them a bed for that night until we explain the services, how it works, you know, that's on a first come first serve basis. And then they get used to uh, lining up for, for their beds at night. If they find, for example, also once a more team goes out, um, they find a veteran that is out there. Uh, we have veteran services where we also house homeless veterans. Um, so they're able to connect them uh, to the CRC and then also get them into our veteran program. Sometimes they go out there and, you know, the more team is talking, the case managers are talking to people that go, I just need a job. So they're able to connect them to our 
our vocational services to, you know, for the career development. And, and uh, we would house them here while they try to find a job um, on where they're at. You know, like I, I said before, sometimes these individuals that are temporarily home, experiencing homelessness, it's a first time being homeless. And so, you know, navigating through that, the case managers work very closely together from all the other agencies uh, to make those referrals and make it happen for them. And being first time or even people who've been out on the streets for a while, they're simply not aware of what's out there to help them. So connecting them to those resources is so important. So before we wrap up, I want to just give you both an opportunity to uh, share anything with our audience that we didn't specifically bring up, um, either Juan or Kathy. Uh, the floor is yours. Thanks. I'll, I'll be quick so Juan can get a word in, too. Our focus for our work with people experiencing homelessness is hired, housed, and healthy. And by the way, we put hired first, even though we practice uh, housing first. We put hired first because people experiencing homelessness have said to us that getting a job is the most important thing. And if we help them do that, they can figure out some other things for themselves. And so we want to be sure that folks are aware that we work along that entire continuum to address uh, job placement, to address housing, and to address wellness, because we want everything that we offer to people experiencing homelessness to address the whole person and to be comprehensive so that we can actually help people get on a path to self-sufficiency. And debunk that myth that homeless people don't want to work because I would, you you know, and I'm sure you know, Juan, most of them do. They just need some guidance. Juan, would you like a final say? For us here at the Salvation Army and as we partner with other agencies, um, our main focus for us is restoring hope and transforming lives. Um, to really focus on the individual and meet them at their need um, and, and try to help them as much as we can. Um, that's our, our main focus. Um, you know, and for some people, you know, it might take one try, two tries, three tries. We have had individuals that have gone through our drug and alcohol rehab program and it took them a year. Uh, but you know what? Now, that individual is in our program, has a job, um, now is uh, working on getting permanent housing. So those are the success stories that make it worthwhile for us um, when we work every day uh, with somebody that is experiencing homelessness. Like you said, some people might be out there for years and it, it just keeps on for us, our case managers with the MORE team or in our shelters, is just keep on trying and keep on trying um, because, you know, it's, it's, it's changing those lives is our main focus. Yes. We're, as I said, so grateful that we have such a wonderful community services department here at the city of Las Vegas, led by our director, Kathy Thomas, and uh, also the Salvation Army of Southern Nevada, um, Juan Salinas. I want to thank you both for being with us and um, shedding some light on some of the efforts that are that we're trying to get out there and end that cycle of homelessness. As I said, every community in this country is dealing with it, and um, we, we do have some programs that are making a big difference. So thank you both, Kathy and Juan, for being with us. We want to let all our listeners know that if you want more information about the programs mentioned today, please visit lasvegasnevada.gov slash homeless. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and have a great day.